says, if a person gave wood to a carpenter to make into a chair and he instead made it into a bench, or if he gave it to make it into a bench and he instead made it into a chair, Rameya says the carpenter must pay for the value of the wood. Rabbi Huda says, if the improvement is more valuable than what it costs to get to that state, the owner of the wood pays for the expenses. If the expenses were more than the improved, uh, the improved item, then he must pay him for the improvement. Rameya would agree that if he gave him wood to make a nice chair and he instead made an ugly chair, or he gave him to make a nice bench and he instead made an ugly bench, that if the improvement is more valuable than it would cost to get it to that state, the owner of the wood pays for the expense. If the expenses were more than the improvement to the wood, he has to pay for the improvement. Mark, is the dye in the wool considered to be something material on the wool or not? All right, new question. I mean, the Mark says, the question is, if a garden stole liquid dye and dyed wool with it, is the dye considered to be something material and the owner can therefore demand the return of the dye ingredients? Or can the garden say, there's nothing here of yours? So, affecting Mark, how can he say there's nothing here of yours? He should have to pay the value of the dye. Mercy explains, yeah, you're right. But rather, the question is like this. Do we say that the dye is not considered to be something material on the wool and therefore the garden must pay? Or do we say that the dye is considered to be something material on the wool, and the gazan can therefore tell the owner, your ingredients are here on the wool, so take them back. And how can he say take the ingredients back? If he were to use soap to remove the dye from the wool, it would wash it out, and it will, it will not have returned anything to him. Demar explains that the cases where he stole wool and dye from one person, dyed the wool in that dye, and then returned the dyed wool. If we say the dye is something material on the wool, he's considered to have returned the wool and the dye. If not, he's only considered to have returned the wool. But even if he's not considered to have returned the dye, he has returned the wool which is more valuable than the wool he stole, and therefore has an effect given back the value of the dye. The more said, the case could be where he dyed wool. Uh, the the the, where, the cases where dyed wool was worth less than uncolored wool, or we can say that the cases where he colored where he colored a monkey that he stole, and he used dye to color that monkey. In which case, the monkey is not worth more due to the color. Ravina said the case would be where a monkey went and took dye from one person and used it to color the wool of another person. If the dye is considered to be something material on the wool, the owner of the dye can demand his return. If not, he cannot do so. In fact, maybe we can answer the original question from a Mishnah, which says that a garment that was colored with the dye from oiler fruit has to be burned. We see that the appearance of the dye is considered to be something material on the wool. Rava said, no, the case of oiler is different because we dash on a puzzle to teach that even this form of hana is aser. In fact, maybe we can answer from a Bryce that says that a garment that was colored with the dye of Shemitah fruit has to be burned. We see that the appearance of a dye is considered to be something material on the wool. And for the word, the case of Shemitah is different because we learn from the word Tihiyah that it remains Usr even when it only exists in appearance alone. Rave has the contradiction. The Mishnah regarding Arla teaches that, that appearance is considered to be something of significance. Another Mishnah says that if a revius of blood is absorbed in a garment that can't be squeezed out, but it could be seen, it does not make the house that it enters tame. We see from here that appearance is not something of significance. Rav Kahana said the case of blood is referring to a type of blood that only gives off tuma in a house drabonon. Therefore, we're makel in that case. Rava asks another contradiction. One Mishnah regarding Shemitah says that dye that comes from wood are subject to Shemitah, which means that wood is subject to Shemitah. Another Mishnah says that leaves of vineyards collected for wood to use for a fire are not subject to Shemitah. So Rabbi answered, the passage regarding Shemitah says La'achla, which teaches that something is only subject to Shemitah if it is produced, if it's produce whose benefit comes during its consumption. The benefit of using a dye happens as it's being cooked and consumed and is therefore subject to Shemitah. The benefit of firewood happens after the wood is already consumed, after it has become coal. And therefore, as wood, it's not, it's not subject to Shemitah. In fact, oily wood can burn and be used as a light and as it is being consumed, and so it should be subject to Shemitah. Rav said, in general, firewood is meant to be used after being reduced to coal, and that's why, as a general rule, it's not subject to Shemitah.